The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Empowering Your Soul with Lisa Willette. If you're ready to make personal changes in your life and the lives of those around you, get ready for an hour of encouragement, enlightened guests, and engaging stories. Now, here is your host, Lisa Willette. Welcome to Empowering Your Soul. I'm your host, Lisa Willette. Today, I'm happy to have with me my good friend, Carissa Dorman. She's a medium, and she is an energy worker. Carissa is able to talk to the deceased. She does mediumship and she's going to be here with us today sharing some information about just exactly how mediumship works. So welcome to the show, Carissa. Thanks so much for having me, Lisa. Oh, it's very, very exciting to have you on here today. Um, I know that we're going to have a lot to talk about and uh, again, I'm going to hope that we're going to get to it all. Um, I did want to um, start by asking if there was something specific that you wanted to share that um, specific about mediumship that you wanted to share with anybody. Just that um, I am so grateful to be able to do mediumship, and it's definitely what I am most passionate about. I enjoy other readings as well, um, doing psychic work with people, um, working with people's guides, but I'm certainly most passionate about mediumship. Excellent. And I know that to be a fact as well, too. One of the things that we're going to talk about on today's show is the differences between psychics and mediums. And I find that to be the thing that I like about um, that I really enjoy about working with you is that we're similar, but we're we're very different, too. We're both psychic mediums, but you really enjoy the mediumship aspect of it, even though you have psychic ability. And I really enjoy the psychic aspect of it, even though I have mediumship ability, which allows us to do events together and really work well together as a team because we can do group, you know, not group events, but we can do events where we can work with one aspect that we're most favorable to. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yes, it makes yeah. for a good time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I like how, um, too, one of the things that um, I know that you've said in the past, you say it's with great pride that you strive to live a life of service to spirit through mediumship, and it brings comfort and hope, to, you know, and peace to the people, you know. Comfort, hope, and peace about the afterlife. So I really, I really like that. That's how you explain things. That, that yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, as my job as a medium really is just to be a tool, um, to be a voice for the the, the deceased, and and to just carry their messages over. But hoping that those messages do come with um, peace about the afterlife and understanding, and hopefully to dissipate fear um, that we all, as the living, often have about death. Absolutely. Yeah. I, we're going to I know we're going to talk about that later on in the show in a little bit more depth to depth too. I would like to um I would like to just start here with just sharing a little bit about the differences of psychics and mediums. I know people are listening in may or may not know what the difference are. People that are not familiar with the metaphysical or paranormal world might just think that it's the same thing, but um in my opinion, I'm going to give my opinion and then you jump in and share what, you know, if there's something different that you believe I, the way I see psychics and diff and <laughs> let me start over the way I see psychics and mediums as different are psychics in my opinion are and this is where I really ju- this is where I really get a better vibe for myself it's we're more clear, no, I shouldn't say more. I feel like I'm able to use my clairvoyance more. I can use um, a deck of cards or I can use tools as well, but I'm typically answering questions and offering advice about future events. Sometimes you can see the past, the present, or the future, but it's typically offering advice to clients about, you know, health, money, or love, or whatever. And whereas for me, mediumship, I believe that it where it differs is that you're talking to someone's loved one on the other side, you're communicating with the deceased, and you're spanning the physical and spiritual worlds that way. Do you see it the same, or do you see it differently? No, I, I, I see it the same. And 
I, I use definitely all, all, I mean, as you're doing your readings, I know you're using all of your clairs, too. Right. Um, with mediumship, I feel like, uh, versus when I do psychic readings, I feel like I gravitate more towards clairvoyance as well. But when I'm doing mediumship, it does seem to be more evenly spread out between all the different clairs. Um, and, it, it, yeah, I mean, you just get, I have a good friend that describes it as spiritual charades. So yeah. it's, a, it's a little bit of hearing, a little bit of seeing, a little, a little bit of feeling, and just all of them happening at once. And so um, I definitely think, you know, there's, there's a big difference. And the only thing I'm concerned with in a mediumship reading is passing over, you know, as verbatim as possible what the deceased are telling me. Right. I know that you and I talk on a regular basis. Anyway, we we communicate semi-often, you know, as friends and peers. And um, I know one of the conversations that we've had in the past, you know, if we could share with our audience here, um, is I know you found this to be, I mean, okay, let me rephrase that. Let me start over. I believe that you have found this to be the case the same as I have. Sometimes what we see for people isn't necessarily what they want to see for themselves. So I know with mediumship too, like you just said, you're giving the voice to the deceased, right? Can you can yeah. you expand a little bit more on that? Oh, absolutely. As far as different when we're working with a client, what they're hoping to get out of a session, you know, really a psychic reading is is more about the client and what do you want to hear today? What are your goals? Do you want it, like you said, wealth or love or, or sole purpose? What are we focusing on about you? Your, you know, your guides are going to come forward validating, helping expand on anything that you've been thinking about coming up in the future and at the present, sometimes even in the past. Whereas mediumship, I'm there to strictly bring forward whatever the messages are to my client from their deceased loved ones. So they might want to talk about money and all that client wants to hear about is relationship advice. Well, that, you know, I'm not concerned with, I don't want to say it's not that I'm concerned with what the client wants, but my job is to make spirit happy when I'm working as a medium and to give them a voice because they're the ones that are lacking. And that's really all I can do. Right. So so when you're doing a reading, if um, Uncle Joe comes through and wants to tell the person, you know, where they should be moving to for their highest good in the next three months and they're wanting to talk about their love life, um, you kind of got to go with where Uncle Joe's going, right? You got to take what you get. Absolutely. You know, when it's, <laughs> it's all for your highest and best good. And, you know, it's just it takes so much love and energy to come for for them to come forward on the other side that, you know, I just think. I ask people to just have an open mind and take for whatever they say with you because that really is what you're meant to hear that day. Right. And I and it's funny too, but well, not funny. I have sent out a, to people ahead of time a message saying, if you had any questions, we're going to be doing a psychic medium show. Please write your questions in. If anybody has anything to say, we'd love to be able to answer your questions on the show. I had two people write in and one of the one of the callers, one of the emailers that sent the message into me, her name was Rihanna, and she is from, where is she from? She is from, I can't even read my own handwriting here. She's from Augusta, Maine, and she wants to know, her question to you is, if I'm thinking of studying mediumship, but want to know if the work you do brings you down dealing with grief all the time. You know, I don't find that it does. I find it to be much more uplifting than it ever is uh, downtrodden, I guess. It's, of course, you're dealing with grief and grieving, you know, grieving clients and just grieving family members. And, of course, that part is hard. But the messages always have an uplifting piece to them. They're, they're always coming forward to let their loved ones know that they are okay or, you know, or very specific messages that they feel that they need so badly to get, you know, this across to their loved ones that they've come forward in a reading. So I leave with a sense of satisfaction and a sense of peace and hope that these clients have taken away what they need to hear, but more importantly, that I've spent the time that I've been given with those deceased and in getting their last and final words over. And so for me, it always leaves on an up note. Yeah, and that's that's quite empowering right there too, knowing that you're doing what spirit needs you to do, right? Absolutely. Um, I had a, I had another question come in. This one is from Zoe from Seattle, Washington. And she wants to know if when you're doing a, a session for somebody and you're doing a mediumship session, do you, I guess she, her question is, do you always get to talk to the person that you intended to talk to? You may have just answered that question, but. No, I mean, 
I, I would say 90% of the time people hear who they're hoping to hear from. Um, in a t- I do half-hour sessions and full-hour sessions, so okay. uh, it, it really depends. Sometimes you'll have one person that will come through and take up that entire hour, uh, or sometimes you'll have six or seven people that will come through and in that time. So it, it depends, first of all, on how many people you have in a session. However, 90% of the time, you walk away with who are hoping, you know, hearing from who you were hoping for. I can't control who comes forward, though. I, my, my job is to pay respect to spirit, and they come to me, you know, one at a time or, or as a couple at a time. Right. And I give my attention to whoever comes first because they're coming first for a reason. So, you know, not always. People don't always hear from who they want to hear from, but most of the time it works out. So tell us, Carissa, when you're getting ready for a session, how does it work? When you say, like, do they stand in line for you? Like, how, do, how are you doing that? What, how is that working for you? Um, I sort of try to get them to pause and, <laughs> and hold on when I'm first working with a client as I go through a little bit of my process with the client. And um, as I start talking already to the clients, I, they're already starting to talk to me, and I have to say, kind of, hold on, guys, <laughs> give me a minute. And, and then I just kind of tell my clients, okay, I'm ready now. And then the first person that I have closest to me and clearest to me is the, the spirit that I'm going to take first and um, basically get some preliminary information about them, some evidence about, you know, who they were in this life, maybe how they passed, approximate age ranges, um, things that they can tell me about themselves to make my client recognize who it is. And so, yeah, ideally I get them one at a time because it's easier that way for me to, you know, sort of separate the information. Are you uh, seeing them or are you hearing them? Or are you doing both? I'm doing both. Yep, okay. I, I'm, I'm seeing, hearing, and, and even physically feeling um, like death injuries on my own body, and, and though they can show me symbols as well, pictures, sometimes even like movies, and, and you know, hearing their words. And so it's a lot easier, obviously, that's a lot of information coming to you at once, and it happens very quickly, so it's much easier when I get one at a time. However, they don't, you know, there are no rules over there on the other side. So Right, so every we know that I'll, spirit, I'll, yeah, spirit's world yeah. and our world are completely different, right? Absolutely. So I will get couples that will come forward or, you know, if you have like a matriarchal figures, like a, a mother, aunt, and a sister, you know, sometimes they'll come forward together. Uh, you know, just just as you would at a Christmas party in life, you know, certain people are going to congregate with, with others. Oh, absolutely. No, and I and that makes sense, too. I, I can understand they come together. They stay. Once they cross over on the other side, they kind of stay together, too. And when one of them comes through, they're thinking, oh, it's an opening. I can bring my whole family with me and, you know, get everybody to talk at once. So that's absolutely. nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Looking Perfect. for any chance they get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're just as chatty on the other side as they are here. <laughs> absolutely. Personality crosses over. I always tell people that. <laughs> That's funny. I, I say the same thing. And earlier when you were saying spiritual charades, I say the same thing when I'm giving sessions. I My hands and, you know, I'm a ta- French and Italian and, you know, I got my eyes closed all the time. So my hands are going. I'm like, it's like psychic charades in the back of my mind here. I'm trying to determine what's going on. It's hard sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's definitely, it's just such a higher processing speed when they're communicating to you versus us just verbally communicating with other people. Do you, so. do you find that you start to talk faster? Because I know that my, my speed, do. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Very, very fast and sometimes even louder um, yeah. and a lot with my hands as well. And sometimes, you know, definitely mannerisms that my, I'll take on physical manner, mannerisms or just even postures of the spirit that I'm talking to and I'll have people go, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're standing that way or, or I can't believe you're, you keep, you know, touching your, this part of your cheek. My uncle always did that. Or I've even um, been lucky enough to ha- have spirits that were nonverbal in life come forward and show me physical signs that they were able to do, um, you know, children that were disabled uh, that couldn't use their words and they had certain body movements to let their family know that they were happy and I've been able to pass those same movements onto their family members and, and that's how um, rewarding that's very rewarding very that, rewarding it's yeah. great it's great evidence of validation for the family members that they are really truly hearing what they need to hear from their loved one do you find oh absolutely i i can only imagine being on the other end of uh, getting a reading that that would be what i would be looking for too you know some sort of validation too absolutely so. it's very important <laughs> oh, we know right yes <laughs> um <laughs> We are, we're, uh, God, there's so much that we, I want to talk about here. Um, 
we're going to talk a little bit more about soul contracts later on, and we're going to talk about, um, we're going to share some examples. Both you and I are going to talk about letting go and releasing outcomes because spirit truly does know best. So I, what I think we're going to do, yeah, um, what I think we're going to do is we're going to cut to a, um, I think we're going to cut to a commercial break in just a minute. And then when we come back, we were going to, we'll talk about, um, you're going to give some examples. I know we were talking prior to this and you have a really good example and I have a really good example that I think that the audience can really relate to. So what I'd like to do is just stop here for a quick commercial break. And, um, if anybody is just tuning in, um, please come back after the break. You can get this, you can hear this podcast later on. You can you can get it off of iTunes. You can listen to my website. You can reach Carissa Dorman for individual readings at carissadorman.com. That's where she's able to be reached at. She offers private individual sessions. She does group events. She does group parties, teaches mediumship classes and gallery events. So we're going to come back and learn a little bit more about her after the commercial break. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Lisa Ouellette is honored to assist you as you move forward from imprisonment to empowerment. Individual intuitive sessions are available in person, by telephone, or via Skype. Visit www.lisawillette.com. While there, you can also find information about one-hour and half-hour Reiki sessions, life coaching, and tuning into your intuition classes. These classes will help you learn to trust your intuition and tune into yourself more easily. Mention that you heard about us on Empowering Your Soul and receive 10% off your next session. Visit lisawillette.com today. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to Empowering Your Soul. To reach Lisa Willette, you may send an email to lisawillette at comcast.net. That's lisawillette at comcast.net. Now, back to Empowering Your Soul. Welcome back to Empowering Your Soul. I'm your host, Lisa Willette. If you're just tuning in now, today I have with me medium Carissa Dorman. And before the commercial break, we were talking about the differences between psychics and mediums. Carissa was sharing with us a little bit about how she connects and who she, how, how she's talking to spirit, how she's hearing them. What we're going to actually talk about now in this section of the show, we're going to talk about soul contracts and maybe about letting go. In the next two segments, we'll talk about that. I did want to ask Carissa, though, prior to um, going to commercial break, I, I meant to ask this and I didn't, but... Carissa, is there something specific that um, when you're doing a session where you feel like, I guess, do you work with certain people more than you work with others? Uh, I definitely work with all ranges of of people in spirit. However, I certainly have a calling um, for people that have lost children in spirit or children in spirit in general. So uh, it just was never my intention to go that way. Uh, It just sort of sort of, you know, we're all here for specific reasons, and whatever you're here for is going to come to you. And so I just had sort of a a larger upswing of children's spirits start to come to me, and as a mother myself, um, I certainly, my heart is in all of those readings about a thousand percent, (laughs) And, and I really resonate with them, and being able to give their messages to their parents, I just think, I, I can't think of any reading that would be more important than to hear from from a child that's been crossed over. It's, so it it's almost sounds like, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, it's just my life's work, I believe. I was going to say, it almost sounds like your soul contract. I, like, I, I believe it is. <laughs> yeah. 
Excuse me. And um, so kind of going with that theme, so you work with, for lack, I mean, so the word would maybe be you work with bereavement groups, is that correct? I, yep, I've worked with bereavement groups, um, just parents and grandparents that have lost children and in all ranges, really, in sisters and brothers, um, of course, as well, but I, it just all ranges of, of children in spirit, even adults <laughs> in spirit right. uh, who's, who have predeceased their parents. So. And that and that's the difference between psychics and mediums again, or doing the psychic readings and mediumship readings. When I'm connecting through, um, when I'm not doing mediumship session, when I'm doing a psychic session, you know, I'm talking to angels and guides, and I'm giving information about future events. You're talking to, you know, you're dealing with the emotion that comes with it too, because a lot of times you're dealing with a, a like you just said, a parent that's lost a child or a child that's lost a parent or something, and that can be, you know, that that must make for an emotional session. Absolutely, it does. It does, and I think being a mother myself helps me process those emotions a little bit more. You know, you'd be surprised. A lot of, there's a large concentration of mediums that are not parents, and, and that's fine. Right. I know that they do an incredible job as well and do it justice, but I just, I feel like having that special connection and, and being able to understand children the way that I do and understand my own um, just it helps it helps me deal with the intensity of the emotions that come forward as well. Right. And I know that you and I, at one point uh, last year, we were going to do this and our schedules did not allow it to happen. But we were going to put together a class, a psychic slash mediumship class for preteens or maybe kids ages eight and maybe eight to 13, I think it was. Right. And just to kind of teach these kids coming in. Um, the preteens about their own their own gifts that they're coming into because they're coming into this world and they're not really sure how to deal with it. Is that something that um, you, besides that that session that we were going to do? Do you do you find that you have kids coming to you or or with their parents? You know, I coming do. to you and not having to know how to deal with their their gifts. Absolutely, there seems to be a, you know, and again, it, on the age that we're in now, uh, there's a large influx of teens and preteens right now dealing with a lot of symptoms of empathy, of having connection to to spirit and not being able to understand what's happening to them. You know, why do they know things that haven't happened yet? Why do they feel drained at school and things like that? So I work a lot with teens and preteens in sort of trying to control and deal with being an empath, um, which is, you know, perceiving other people's energy and not really having a lot of energetic boundaries and, you know, the mediumship piece and the psychic piece and those kids are there and, you know, working with them to give them the most basic boundaries and tools, it's going to help them for the rest of their lives. Absolutely. I would, I would agree with that 100%. Yep. Um, all right. Well, let me ask you this. Let, well, let me just start with this. We're going to talk about soul contracts now um, and kind of, I think it's going to encompass into soul contracts and letting go, I, I think, and releasing outcomes. I, to me, it kind of all goes together. So we're just going to kind of see where this flows. But a soul contract, in my opinion, um, is, I guess you'd have to, you'd, First of all, you'd have to believe in reincarnation, I guess, to believe in soul contracts. So for anybody out there that doesn't believe in reincarnation, I don't know what your take on this is. But my understanding of what a soul contract is, is that before we incarnate, we kind of choose the life that we're going to live. You know, we kind of have a, um, how would you say it? Um, I, I guess... Each lifetime, we agree before we're going to be born to take on a specific learning task, and they might call that assignment um, giving us a soul contract or a blueprint or a life plan, but each individual has their own plan, and my understanding is that we forget them before we're born, because if we don't forget them before we're born, we'd be coming into this world and knowing exactly where we're supposed to go, and I I think part of our life lesson in learning our, living our soul contract is experiencing soul growth, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Do you have any? I, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, generally, what what I hear from spirit on the other side when they bring up soul contracts in a reading is right around, along the same lines. You know, just that we are all certainly born with them, and that generally we will reincarnate with soul groups, which is right. a group of other souls that we've had lifetimes with before. That we have all we all have you know separate contracts with them over what right. lessons we're going to work on uh, in this next coming lifetime that we decide to go in with them on, uh, you know, it just, we all come in together and we all play different parts in each lifetime to all help progress each other in, in each role and each lesson that we decide 
to sign up for. <laughs> so, so that being said, our soul contract determines what situations are brought to us, but not exactly how we're going to respond to them. Like we all have free will. So as we, as we grow in learning about ourselves, I guess that would be a good reason and why, a, a reason why a lot of people come in and get psychic and mediumship readings because they're at that point in their life where they're really not sure what to do. They're at that crossroads of the soul contract that lets you know, okay, you can go right or left and, you know, A or B makes a decision one way or the other, right? Absolutely. You know, and it's so it's so hard to see your way out of the, you know, out of the forest when there's the clearing ahead of you, but you're thick in the middle of the woods. And so I think a lot of the times people will come in going, oh, why do I keep getting myself stuck in this situation or I keep meeting guys like this? And that's, to me, when you have a repeated behavioral pattern, that's always a symptom of a a soul lesson. (laughs) Right. you know, having that reading can just really help you extract the lesson there and say, oh, yeah, well, you might keep getting yourself into these situations, but you keep responding the same way. Or, you're, you know, you're trying to, to tune it differently, but overall you're sending out the same message energetically without even realizing. And, and reading vibrational. Like, exactly. And readings can help point you in the direction to really change that pattern so that you can make sure that you have the opportunity to change and learn that lesson here in this lifetime so you don't have to repeat it and you can go home to your life review and, you know, get an A+. Plus and feel like Absolutely. Feel accomplished. Well, it's, it, I don't know if um, you've read Sacred Contracts by Carolyn Mice. That's, that's such an amazing book, and I also have it on CD, and I, I listen to it all the time. She basically, she basically states it the way I understand from, from reading that is, you know, like I said, we're kind of up in the school, you know, let's just imagine we're up in a school, and we're all sitting around, and we say, okay, I want to learn this lesson. And then you say, okay, well, the lesson I want to learn is patience. Okay, well, in one particular lesson, who's going who's gonna to teach me that? And this soul raises his hand and goes, oh, okay, I'm going to teach you patience. I'm going to be your, whatever, I'm going to be your, your parent, and I'm not going to give you the attention that you need. And another person says, okay, well, I'm going to come into your life at age 22, and I'm going to be your husband, and I'm not going to do this for you. And another soul raises her hand and says, oh, I want to be your child, and I'm going to give you this lesson, you know, in 25 years from now, blah, blah, blah. So you all in incarnate together and you all you you have that soul growth with each other so you come down into this world and you learn the lessons and you experience and you you know you do day by day and you think to yourself oh my god this person is such a pain in my butt like i cannot stand this person it is they're the hardest person in the world to get along with and basically what i think what we don't realize sometimes is that person on a soul level loves us the most because they're they're giving us so much growth and so much challenge and they're the one that you know hit, offered to play the part of the pain in the butt just so that they could give us that much growth, you know? Yeah, it takes a lot of love to sign up for the hardest task. (laughs) It's true. Absolutely. True. (laughs) Even though we might not be feeling that way in the lifetime that we're experiencing their pain in the buttness, but, um, you know, the love is always there underneath. Right. So there's no such thing as coincidence. Would you agree with that statement? I would. I believe in synchronicity and that that's everything is at the right time, in the right place, for the right reason. So every person that we come across in our life is meant to be the person that we come across at that time. And every challenge and every adversity we experience, we are meant to go through it for some, some reason. There's, there's a lesson in it. So even if it's frustrating and challenging, we're getting the most soul growth from that, right? Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. However painful it might be at the time. <laughs> and and I we can speak from experience. Some of those stories are quite painful, right? That's right. That's right. But you always learn the most from them. Do you find that you've um dealt with some people in your life? I know we're going to talk about letting go a little bit, but do you can you share some examples of maybe some soul, you know, some people that have come to you for readings that have experienced a soul, you know, soul growth or something that something that's empowered you, like a, a way a reading might have given you a good or a bad feeling, you know? You yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, I, I, the range of all the different <laughs> stories. Is there one that feelings? sticks out in your mind, I guess? Yeah, it's incredible. But um, one, you know, as we're talking about soul contracts and 
as a parent, you know, working with a lot of children that have crossed over, or, you know, having those sole contracts with your children, of course, we're always worrying. We're always, you know, trying to nail down what the best thing is for our kids. And as a parent, we have our own ideas of what's most important for them, you know, like fixating on sending them to the right school or making sure they get those music lessons or whatever that we think is most important for their growth, their soul growth. Um, but I definitely see in my readings that sometimes it's the opposite of what we think. And I, I had one of my most cherished favorite readings is I had a, a boy that had crossed over as a child in spirit and his parents had come in for their very first reading and he flashed to me just the most beautiful memory of him about an eight to ten year old child uh, laying down in bed at night and he had gone through this phase he was telling me all about this phase about how he just couldn't fall asleep on his own um, and he showed me as he had turned to his dad to give his me- message to his dad he had been really connected to mom <laughs> so he'd spent a lot of time talking to mom and his dad was a little bit more quiet and he had turned to his father and uh, said to him that some of the most important most cherished moments and memories of the the lifetime that he had just departed from, were going through this phase when his dad would just sit on the floor next to his bed, extending his arm upwards and just holding his son's hand in bed until his son finally fell asleep because he just needed that connection, that, those moments, you know. And I'm, as a parent of a child like that, <laughs> I definitely have my moments of getting frustrated where I'm saying, all right, all right, I've laid down with you for 45 minutes, okay, go to sleep. But, um, you know, instead of all the schools and all the other sports equipment or whatever that has been put in, what mattered most to that child after he crossed over was just those peaceful moments of his dad truly giving his soul what he needed. How amazing. And what an, what an amazing experience for that parent to go through, I'm sure. It was yeah. a great validation what, to know what that. What a message, really, yeah. Yeah, and, and just that his message was thanks for being such an amazing dad. You know, those were the things that mattered the most to him. That's fantastic. And wow, for you to be able to, you know, have shared that message. That's that's crazy. That's that you were able to be part of it. That's talk about empowerment. That's what empowerment really is. Absolutely, you, absolutely. Yeah. And and it's you know, never mind the fact that I get to love what I do because I get to, to carry those messages across yeah. to people that need them here the most in their life, but that I get to extract things out of them for myself, you know, as a parent. That's I, I find that very moving and empowering for myself as a as a mom. Yeah. To go home and snuggle my kids an extra hour and not mind. Yeah. <laughs> they said, dishes can wait. <laughs> exactly. I know sometimes we have to put our life into perspective a little bit. I, I know that the, um, I don't know that mine is quite the same, but I do, I do feel like a lot of times people come to you with certain experiences that you're going through. So, you know, you could relate to that child and that parent-child situation because you have a small child at home. And I I think for me, some of the stories that resonate the most with me are are ones that as I'm going through my day-to-day life, when I'm working through a particular lesson, I guess, for lack of a better word, and I find all of a sudden that I start to attract those like-minded individuals. I'll get new clients that call up like three or four in a row that will all be experiencing the same exact thing that I'm going through. And I find that just incredible how spirit works. Like, so as I'm giving the message to the client, as I'm imparting wisdom and advice about how they can move forward in their life while being stuck, you know, I'm hearing okay, Lisa, that applies to you too, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's like, that's such a that's such a fantastic feeling to know, like, okay. And, and when you see that aha moment happen in their eyes, you know, like they get it. They're like, oh my God, like I've been, I so needed to hear that. And it's, that's so rewarding too, to know that it, clearly that is important for them to, to be able to, to need to know. I, um, I have found recently that a few of the client's I've been getting a lot more feedback lately, so I don't know, you know, what's going on globally or galactically or however you want to say it, but I find that a lot of uh, clients are coming to me six, seven months later and saying, oh my goodness, what you just said to me, you know, I couldn't see it at the time, but it just exactly happened, you know, just as you said, and wow, did it really free me up to move forward, so that's, that's, amazing too I, I love to hear stories like that so if you have any stories that for Carissa or I you know if, 
either one of us have given you any readings and you want to share. The thing for me about mediumship is you know that you can validate right then and there. With psychic readings, sometimes it's not quite as easy to validate. You have to wait to hear back from people. But um, I'm gonna, we're going to stop here for a quick break and we're going to take a commercial. And when we come back, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about letting go and releasing outcomes and letting spirit just work the way it's supposed to work. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Lisa Ouellette is honored to assist you as you move forward from imprisonment to empowerment. Individual intuitive sessions are available in person, by telephone, or via Skype. Visit www.lisawillette.com. While there, you can also find information about one-hour and half-hour Reiki sessions, life coaching, and tuning into your intuition classes. These classes will help you learn to trust your intuition and tune into yourself more easily. Mention that you heard about us on Empowering Your Soul and receive 10% off your next session. Visit lisawillette.com today. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to Empowering Your Soul. To reach Lisa Willette, you may send an email to lisawillette at comcast.net. That's lisawillette at comcast.net. Now, back to Empowering Your Soul. Welcome back to Empowering Your Soul. I'm Lisa Willette, and today I have with me Carissa Dorman. She's a medium, and we are talking spiritual today. We're talking about the other side, life on the other side, the differences between psychics and mediums, and we've talked about we've talked about all kinds of things today, um, how to receive messages and uh, soul contracts. We're just talking about that. Now I want to touch base on a topic that's really near and dear to my heart. It's about letting go and releasing outcomes because spirit knows best. Boy, this is such a hard, this has been a, a tough lesson for me to learn as I move forward in my journey. But I, uh, and I, I feel, yeah, you too, right? I feel like this is something that a lot of people struggle with. So I really think it's important to like talk about. So um, I know you and I are going to share some examples too. So give people some ideas about how, how this has worked for us. But, We've got um, plenty of them. <laughs> Yeah, I know. There's so many. I'm like, which one should I share? There, there are so many stories. The letting go is hard, but and and I guess really what it boils down to is having faith. It's not just yeah. it's letting go, but it's letting go to a higher power, not just letting go to whatever happens. It's letting go because God, Spirit, the universe, whoever you pray to or believe in, has sees the bigger picture, knows where they're going to get you, and knows how to get you there. So not only should you just release the outcome, but you should release it into the hands of somebody who's going to make a situation better for you, right? Yeah, and I definitely find, and I'm, I'm sure you can relate to this, that it's a lifetime lesson. It's one of those things where I will feel like I totally embrace it and I'll be living in, you know, in that moment knowing absolutely I'm being taken care of. And, you know, and then again, three months later, something will come up and right. I'll struggle back against it. And, and But always coming back to that same lesson, you know, when you go through those difficult periods of, of struggle, we always come back to, to have faith and, like you're saying, let it go and, and be finally let go of our own stress <laughs> do we <laughs> yeah well for short periods of time <laughs> until we get caught up again right so you get my so you get my midnight text at midnight you know my text at midnight oh my god <laughs> yeah <laughs> um no i know we were talking fi- what's that i've had my fair share too <laughs> Yeah, I know we were talking prior to the show, too, how we were going to share with the audience how, um, even though we're both psychic and medium, that's not to say that both of us don't need our fair share of advice from other people and from psychics or mediums, right? 
absolutely. Yeah, we definitely need, there's, we need to fine-tune things. And, um, you know, I know when you read, Lisa, you can get such specific information as far as with your psychic readings. You're really good at being able to predict exact moments in the future. I mean, I just, I, I, you've blown me away with many stories of exact days of engagements, <laughs> all those big life happenings. <laughs> My guides are good. <laughs> yeah, you get to get to that nitty-gritty, which is fantastic. But, I, I mean, for myself, I can't do that. And I know for you, even there's just different things that you, we need to shed light on each other. Right. Um, because it's just not the same when we're trying to do it for ourselves. Right. And I struggle with the mediumship aspect, although I do have mediumship ability. And when I'm reading people, sometimes mediumship comes through. Like, I know the, one of the stories we're going to share is this, the story about your house. We're going to share that. And that had a little bit of my mediumship ability in that um, when I was reading for your husband. But um, I know for you, mediumship, your strength, you're, you're so quick and you're so accurate and you're so amazing with it. That's where I struggle with my, you know, that's where I struggle sometimes and I need that, that reading or that, that confidence there as well. But I mean, not to say that neither one of us are not good at what we do. It's just that we both have different strengths and different weaknesses. So. Absolutely. Just like I like to knock down your door and to get that date. Please yeah. tell me when this is going to happen. <laughs> well, let's share that. Let's share that. Let's start with that. I don't want to run out of time. So let's let's share the story about letting go. Let's tell the story Absolutely. about your house. Well, I, uh, you know, actually, it was really you uh, who I was just talking back and forth about how badly we wanted to move, wanted to purchase our first home, and we were. You know, I was just so frustrated with with renting the house that we rent now, and so you you encouraged me say you know what just try it and go for it so we did everything we needed to do sure enough we had the go and we were ready to purchase a home and we had one after the other seen these houses and i think we had what two solid offers that we put on these two houses that we absolutely loved and they were just um you know they felt the through. carpet yeah the carpet pulled out right out from under our feet yeah. as soon as we'd settled on something it, it didn't go through so I was definitely getting really frustrated with the entire experience, and you had come over one night, and because like we said, we were great friends, and my, my husband, uh, for his birthday, I said, here, Lisa will read you, because I can't read my husband, just like we're talking about not being able to really read ourselves. I don't, right. don't want to touch anything going on with my husband. He has to have an unbiased opinion. Sure. <laughs> so right. that's, where, that's where you came in, and uh, he was lucky enough to have uh, my grandfather, who is on the other side, come forward for him, and telling him a little bit about, I remember exactly what he was saying, right, that not to worry that he was going to send us signs. Yeah, and he was going to send him signs, right. He was going to send David, my husband, signs and point him in the right direction that the right one hadn't come along yet. Uh, however, to, to our much to our chagrin, you know, and, and frustration, but to just keep looking. Right. And sure enough, my husband had a dream, I think only a few days later. Yeah, it was only about four or five days after that While reading. he was out of town, or right before he went out of town, right? It was right before he went out of town, he had a dream that my grandfather came to him and said, um, or had showed him the dream, saying when he was out of town, I was going to call him and say, oh, look, I was looking at houses without you, <laughs> and I'm I'm going to decide to put an offer on one, and sure enough, in the dream, the offer got accepted, and without my husband ever seeing the house, and you know, and he was fine with it. And of course, he doesn't tell me this dream until a little bit later. A few days right. later, he tells me the dream right before he leaves, and I said, "Oh, honey, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't look at houses <laughs> without you. I wouldn't do that." Right. And so, uh, so he takes off, you know, halfway across the the country, and. I had seen this one house come up that had my grandmother's name. Grandmother is crossed over as well, and a very, very close, dear relationship with my grandparents. So uh, I, her name was the name In of the, the street. street. Yeah. And I just said, okay, I have to see this house. I just felt right. compelled. I knew I had to go. And right. my Talk about signs, me. right? <laughs> exactly. And my, exactly. And, 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 you know, hey, I can be a thick-headed medium. And right. so my guys are hitting me over the head with all this stuff, too, telling me, go, go, go. So, of course, I go. And sure enough, I love the house. And, and it was such a great deal. I knew it was going to go fast. And so I called them up and I said, hey, honey, remember that dream you had? <laughs> I'm here at the house. I found it and I love it. You're gonna be and, and you know he was definitely nervous and I just had to keep saying to him, "How did you feel in the dream?" He and he said, "Well, in the dream I was okay with it." And I said, "Well, let's just go off that." Yeah, right. <laughs> and so, sure enough, uh, we have purchased that house and thank God he loved it when he finally got to see it. And so, definitely, once I let go and released that and and knew that you know spirit was going to lead me in the right direction, lucky enough that my own loved ones were 
helping me along this process. <laughs> right. You were very fortunate because your grandfather and your grandmother were working in conjunction on the other side to help you get the house that was the perfect one for you. And they used me as a tool and a, and a conduit and, you know, also your own ability to hear and see. And they gave you the message to go to, you know, look at that house and see that street and whatever. So absolutely, Carissa, I'm so proud of you for letting go and, and you know, moving on with that. That's awesome. So now you well, get what thanks. you wanted out of it. So Absolutely. Now we have the, a house that we both absolutely love. And it's the first one we really had seen with everything on our wish list, too. So okay. definitely Perfect. we just needed to hold out for where my grandfather was leading us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sometimes they do know best. You know, we, we question, but sometimes I think they do. Um, I have a, I have similar a similar story. For those of you who know my kind of background story a little bit, I was at a job for you know twenty something years, twenty plus years, and um, it wasn't the job for me. You know, it was an administrative job, and it was just I, I, my passion lies in metaphysical, and my passion lies in the work that I do now full time. And I had been doing this on the side part time for a long time, and my goal and my dream was to ultimately you know, open my own business and work for myself and not work for a large company and, you know, doing what I, you know, what I was good at, but not, not what I love to do. So, um, I had been hearing for a long time that, you know, I was going to do what I needed to do, but I had that fear holding me back and I, I wasn't quite ready to let go of it yet. And so, Eventually, I'm not sure exactly how it happened, I started getting a lot of signs as well too, and I started working with a sole purpose career coach um, probably sometime, I think it was probably the very end of September last year, and within, honestly, within, I want to say less than two weeks of working with her, and just, I think it was the, just the fact that I that I took that step, and that I was really willing to let go, and release the fear, and let spirit take over, within two weeks of manifesting my desire, manifesting what I want, letting go of the outcome, I was able to let go of that job, or I, I allowed spirit to have that job let go of me, you know, in the way that I wanted, in the way that was beneficial to me, and Again, that was a huge lesson for me because I had such a hard time letting go of stability, security, you know, things that I was so accustomed to into now into the world of, you know, you're on your own and you're doing what you're doing. Even though you're doing what you love, it's not what you're used to and it's not what's comfortable to you. So absolutely it was a it was a huge lesson as well for me as far as letting go and releasing outcomes but i want to say just as in your instance in your outcome spirit certainly does know best because i couldn't be happier i get up every day get to do what i love to do opportunity is n- every time i turn around there's an opportunity knocking at my door you know i i just feel so blessed and so excited that as soon as i let go to a particular con- preconceived outcome as soon as i release it Spirit shows me something better, and it's something that I couldn't even envision or imagine before. Do you find that yeah. to be the case for you as well, too? Yeah, definitely. And I, you know, what what always strikes me as just amazing is how quickly they can respond to us. You know, we can sit and struggle right. for years, and then as soon as we finally release that, like you're saying, within two weeks, mine mine was in within a week too. It can, can exactly. be within days that we finally get that response. Um, that we were looking for all this time and we just really just had to let go of our own timing so that they could actually respond to us. I, I think a lot of it too is is shifting our thought, you know, shifting our thought process. And maybe it's shifting vibration. I'm not quite sure what it is. You know, when 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 you're in fear mode and when you're in stuck mode, and you you just you want the outcome so bad, you want it to be what you want it, and you can only see one particular way to get there. You know, when you when you let go and you put it into somebody else's hands, and you know that they can perceive six or seven different ways to get you to where you are but you can only just see that tunnel vision only see that one that's where it's a little it becomes a little tricky sometimes but it's just it's a I don't know for lack of a better word I'm going to use empowerment because it's so empowering to free yourself from that self-contained prison (laughs) that we're keeping ourselves in of fear well right yeah Mm -hmm. worry only begets worry and so the only way to get out of that cycle is exactly to let it go (laughs) right yeah. Is there um, anything else that you'd like to share with with the audience? We I know we only have a couple minutes left before. See, the time flew. It's always always that way. Always does when we talk. <laughs> yeah. 
Anything else that you want to share that you find uh, that you think would be of um, benefit to anybody to hear about what you do? Or uh, just I, I'm available for private readings. I do readings in office uh, in southern New Hampshire, but I also do phone readings. People are always wondering, you know, how, how does that work? But spirit shows up on my end. So phone readings to me work exactly the same as if you were sitting right in front of me. And I do a lot of group readings and group parties. And I've got That's right. You travel for... You travel a little ways. You're you're willing to travel like to the Massachusetts area too, right? I do, I actually travel quite a bit over New England, so I, okay. I'm all those New England states. I, I'm willing to travel to, and do uh, you know big family readings or uh, girls weekends things like that. Uh, I, I like I love the group readings, and I do larger gallery events too. And um, I I do teach mediumship and run some development courses for uh, mediumship development as well. That's right, and you're going to be coming up soon. You're going to be—you already had a mediumship development group, and you're incorporating another group into it. If that's correct, right? Yep, absolutely. You're going to be taking over um, at a center called Living Light in Bedford and running a mediumship group there and a psychic development course as well. Uh, Great, a, and those are going to be. And if people are interested in hearing about that, they can catch that information on your website, which is carissadorman.com. That's right. Yep, and do you have any other gallery events planned coming up for the end of the year? Um, I'm, I likely will do one in October. That seems to be, uh, you know, Halloween, good atmosphere. <laughs> People are okay. always thinking about the other side, and so probably and we'll the, hold another one in October. For those of you that don't know what a gallery event is, it's like um, she stands in front of a podium or in front of a large room, and there's usually 50 or more people there, or at least 50 people there, and she goes around. Not everybody gets a reading, but you might be one of the lucky few to get a reading, but you get to hear everybody else's as well, too. So you get to experience um, the amazing ability that she has as a gifted medium. So. Yeah, it's Thank definitely a, an emotional experience for everybody. Everybody takes and, something away. Absolutely. And we're going to be doing some other upcoming events together in the fall as well, too. So stay tuned for both of our websites for more information on that. So, again, you can reach Carissa at her website. And you can also catch her on her Facebook page. She's Carissa Dorman LLC on her Facebook page. You can also... Check out my Facebook page. I'm Lisa Willette, LLC, and we would love to hear from you. Any feedback that you want to provide about the show, um, if you want to get in touch with either one of us for readings, we'd love to have feedback from you. Again, this podcast is going to be available on Facebook. It will be available on iTunes. You can catch it on my website. I'm pretty sure Carissa might have it on her website as well, too. So there'll be lots of places for you. Yeah, lots of places for you to catch this. And um, next week, I'm going to have with me Kathy Tangney. She's going to be talking about Tong Ren. She's another friend of ours. And um, that's basically acupuncture without needles. But we're going to hear a little bit more about that. So make sure you tune in next week for that amazing show. And I'm going to thank you again, Carissa, for taking the time to be with us today. And thanks for sharing all your mediumship stories with us. Thanks for having me. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you for listening to Empowering Your Soul. Please be sure to join Lisa Willette for another engaging program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This week, stop feeling imprisoned and start being empowered. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.